Hey love, you're listening to the Luxury of Self-Care podcast. I'm your host, Anastasia. Each week, I'm recharging you with tips and engaging conversations, reminding us that finding luxury in our lives begins with taking care of the most important thing, Y-O-U. It takes persistence and spunk to be successful, but instead of living to work, let's work to live. You up for it? My answer is a clangorous, vociferous yes. All right, everyone, gird your loins. Ready to party. And for one moment, you get this amazing gift. (laughs) Keep swimming, just keep swimming. What, like it's hard? If it wasn't hard, everyone would do it. The hard is what makes it great. I love to get ahead of myself and sometimes try and get so much done in one day or I feel like overwhelmed like with all the different things that you know as when you're running your own business it's like you're you are in charge of everything (laughs) you just always think you're gonna drop the ball somewhere and it's like no everything works out the way that it's supposed to and it's gonna get done I have to remind myself all the time it's gonna get done it's gonna get done Chelsea Mm -hmm. it's gonna be be present right now it's gonna get done even if it's two weeks from now it's gonna get done when you know that you're in your purpose and you know that like that like the path that you're on is the right path it's just a constant reminder to me like this is exactly where I should be Mm -hmm. and everything is playing out the way it should and when it doesn't it just means it was not a part of that path and it's okay (laughs) Happy Tuesday or whatever day you're listening to the show. I'm so glad to have you back. And this one is a true treat, my friends. Chelsea is so right. This is Chelsea Christmas that you just heard from that's going to be on the episode today. She is the founder and owner of Fit City Women, which is located here in Lancaster, PA. And I just want to start off by pointing out exactly what she said. Stay present. It's going to get done. Like, yes, we all have a million things going on. I literally just had this conversation with my fiance, Douglas. I was like, I have a million things going on this week. And he was like, great. So does everyone else. Everyone else has that laundry list. And sometimes my mom will go on and on about all these things. And I'm like, yes, we all know you're working hard. We're all working hard. We're just trying to make it fit. So instead of complaining and always saying that we have these things going on and we're trying to run all these things and do all this stuff and do all these side hustles, like... Half the time I'm finishing editing these episodes up until one in the morning, the day before they launch, but that's just the nature of the beast. And we're all doing stuff like that, whether we're starting our own business, whether we have a salaried position, whether we're working two jobs, whether we're working several hustle jobs, whether we're a stay-at-home mom and we have kids who wake us up at all times of the day, like... We are all putting in the work. So I just want to acknowledge that for you right here and now as we start this episode and say be present in this moment because I just want to give you a pat on the back. I want to give you a virtual hug and I want to tell you that you are freaking killing it and it's going to get done. The laundry list is there. Yes, we all know it's there. And yes, all of it will get done. So whether you're doing that laundry list while tuning into the podcast or this is something you like to hear on the road or when you're zoning out over a glass of wine or when you're on a walk in nature, whatever it is that you're doing self-care wise while you're tuning into the show or getting things off that laundry list. I'm so happy to have you here. I know that you could be listening to a million other podcasts, but I'm thrilled to have you here. Chelsea's going to like really pump you up and motivate you and inspire you throughout this interview today. So if you're an entrepreneur, if you're thinking about starting a business, if you're in the midst of starting a business and wondering about business plans, like we're going to hit a bunch of different targets and milestones that Chelsea has hit on the way in becoming more successful each and every day as this company that she's created continues to grow as she continues to grow as a business owner and just of personal experience she has. I am so excited for y'all to just like jump and dive in but let me tell you a little bit about Chelsea before we do that. So Chelsea Christmas was born and raised here in Lancaster, PA. She comes from a big family of strong men and women and is one of five girls. Her purpose and passion has always been to bring women together through health and wellness. Chelsea has seen firsthand through seasons of pain and uncertainty the importance of turning to health and wellness as a way to cope. 
Realizing that caring for herself was not selfish, she holds herself responsible to do just that. Chelsea learned that healing is available in healthy communities and her body can do hard things and that her mind can tell a new story, a story that leads to hope. I'm getting chills already. I hope you are too. Upon that, she got her personal training certification and created Fit City Women. When she connects with the women of SCW, she sees herself in each of them and is reminded that purpose can curate a space for other women to start their work towards being healthy, happy, and whole. Chelsea wants for women to walk into spaces they know they will be accepted in. Her expertise is in empowering and encouraging the sister next to her to be the best that she can be. Chelsea believes that when she wins, that person next to her, all of us win. So remember that when you're winning here on this show, I'm winning back. Any information that we can give, that we can grant each other. It's a way of self-growth. And I'm sure a lot of you feel that way. Sometimes giving is getting so much. Giving value, giving information that you've had from your own experiences. You can get a lot out of that as you watch it be successful for someone else. So if any of this is speaking to you, you're going to want to listen to the entire episode. There is not a nugget to be missed. I will tell you that. And I just want to say, if you're not already subscribed to the podcast, if you're listening to us on Apple Podcast, do me a solid, throw me that five-star rating, leave me a review, let me know the things that you're loving, topic ideas, if you want to be a guest, if you know someone that would be great for the show, and if you really love this episode at any moment in time and there's something that you take away from it, screenshot it, pop it on your story, hashtag the luxury of self-care, tag me at rumor in St. Petersburg on Instagram. Of course, as always, all that information is in the show notes for you. So no need to think about, did I write that down correctly or anything like that? It's all right there in the show notes, easy, accessible links to get you to ways to connect with both myself and with today's guest, Chelsea. If she's the one who brought you here, I'm so thrilled to have you. Chelsea, thank you for bringing people this way. And if you're here in Lancaster, there's an event that we're going to talk about that Chelsea is doing on the last Saturday of August. That is August 28th. And it's starting at 9 a.m. till about 10.30 a.m. And it's right in downtown Lancaster on Telus's rooftop. We're involving so many different people from the community. I'm closing out the session with a little five to seven minute cool down meditation moment grounding us from all the empowering workouts we did throughout the entire morning it's going to be lit yes I just said that it's gonna be lit I think it's such an amazing opportunity there's so many cool people involved so if you are here in Lancaster you're gonna want to get your tickets you're gonna want to know where all that information is so you're gonna want to follow both myself and Chelsea as we're starting to put all that stuff up on our social media blasts she really put something so beautifully scripted engulfing so many different people in this community into this event and it's also non-beneficial for any of us financially all the money is going towards a donation that is of her choosing so it's nothing that anyone is profiting for financially which I just think is so incredible to go into so much detail of putting this all together and having all these different cogs and all this different execution of ways of media blast and she's doing it all for charity which is just incredible so let's welcome Chelsea Christmas to the luxury of self-care podcast I'm just so excited to have you on here and it's just been such a treat getting to know you slowly throughout the community um, and involved with Lululemon as well so welcome Yes. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. <laughs> yes. I know that you can only hear us right now, but we did both decide to pop a lip color. So I popped on the Zoom call and was yes. like, oh, yes. <laughs> We're only so used to seeing each other in um, in store in our workout gear, like before workout, after workout. So I know it's fun to be able to just be like, I'm just going to get dressed like halfway. No one's going to know what's happening on the bottom here. Mm -hmm. But <laughs> what are you wearing on the bottom? Tell everyone. I have yoga pants on right now. <laughs> yes, I love it. I love it so much. And that's the beauty too, right? Like I think everyone knows what Zoom is nowadays. We all know we can just dress from like the waistline up. 
Yes, yes. Yeah. And now you can just get the most trendy yoga pants. <laughs> yeah, exactly. True, right? Well, Chelsea actually stumbled upon my I like my circle, I guess you could say, of seeing her in the community was basically because of this connection with Lululemon. I was sitting down at a community meeting one day and my manager said to me, do you know who Chelsea Christmas is? And I was like, um, no, I guess I should though. And I remember she showed me your Instagram that day and I, I fell in love. So for, for me, that was my, my introduction to you. But for people who don't know who you are, can you kind of give us a little bit of backstory of what you're doing these days? Yes. I launched a business during COVID. It was a a huge leap of faith for me. I kind of, um, like I told you, it was based on pure passion. I felt passionate about this. So going backwards a little bit, I've always desired to be a personal trainer and work with women. For years, had this desire and kind of sat on it. Um, Of course, life happens. Um, I went through a really rough season, went through a divorce. And so everything that I desired and had passion for kind of took a backseat while I processed through all of that. I got to a point where I felt like, okay, the storm around me has kind of calmed. So let's get back into these things that make me feel good and that I feel passionate about. So I went for it. I went, I said, by my 30th birthday, I am going to be a personal trainer. I'm going to give this to myself. I took the test to get uh, certified and I passed it right before my 30th birthday. Um, So the next next step for me was, what do I want to do with this? And I knew that I wanted to work with women. And um, we were at a point, I think, in just throughout the world where we were learning. I mean, you if you didn't have, if you didn't know anything about a Peloton, if you didn't know anything about an air fryer, if you didn't know anything about racism, at that point, you were like living under a rock. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I wanted to launch a business for, for women that was inclusive, it was an inclusive space Mm -hmm. where they could come, exercise, not feel like, oh, I have to look a certain way or be a certain way. So I launched Fit City Women, August of 2020, and it took off right away. I put out some surveys trying to figure out like, well, what what do women wanna see? What do they want? A lot of women were saying, "I, I want to be in a space that is number one community connection and a space where they just felt included. So I started having pop-up workouts at our local park here in Lancaster and it just took off. Um, (laughs) What else did I add? The, the, the pop-up workouts were amazing. Local gym started contacting me, hearing about Fit City Women and what we were doing and wanting to partner. So that was really big. It's led me to to where I am now. Here in Lancaster, we have this thing called a, the the Great Social Enterprise Pitch. It's basically a mini Shark Tank. Right. <laughs> um, so I went through that in January. I want to say yeah, it started in January. Um, it was a competition here for local entrepreneurs, and it was amazing, an amazing experience. Um, I learned so much about myself, and even learned more about what I want to do with Fit City Women and won the competition yeah um and that's kind of led me to where I am now yeah and I think that the I think a lot of people don't know including myself until we had our conversation of what that was like the great social enterprise and I I feel like you're very modest about it because I don't think people realize like it was so hard there were so many different levels like you shared with me that, you know, we, we narrowed down at this and then we were in the top 10 and then the top five. So what, what do you think that process did for you? Because you pointed out that it helped you understand what you wanted Fit City Women to become. Yeah. When I launched Fit City Women, I was like, this is, I feel passionate about this. I'm going right. to put it out there and see what the need is. Um, so I started off with the pop-up classes and the gym partnership. And when I um, got into the doing the great social enterprise pitch, they really helped me hone in on the, the fact that I was creating impact for women that didn't have access to these inclusive spaces. So for me as a, wom- a woman of color, creating space for other women of color was important to me. So they helped me right. to see like, this is what you're doing. Creating. Um, another thing that I came in with was like, I, I wasn't huge on like the numbers. I wasn't in it for the money. And 
through throughout the the pitch they helped me see like this your your dreams and goals can be much bigger than what you are like what your mind is telling you right now so that was another thing I had to make predictions like five years out for where I saw Fit City Women so that was a magical process because I I wasn't really thinking that far ahead I think I was taking it one day at a time and was just kind of like all right if it happens it happens but to actually make those predictions and see like oh this could actually be a thing in the next five years this is where I could be I could have my own brick and mortar I could Mm -hmm. you know have this like permanent space for women to come and yes you will you will yeah I could I will you will have it yeah that's a big thing to go through that process I think a lot of us came across creative projects like myself you know I'm, I'm feeding off of this energy too right now with the podcast it was just something like I wanted to do and I found value in it for myself I found value in it for my friends for my listeners and I still find value in it but I, I think a lot of people that listen to this show too are these entrepreneurs that they're like oh well I think I'm just gonna do this because like there's a need for it but it also is a business and you and I talked about that and there's still you also have to find ways like it is okay to ask for what you need it's okay to realize and recognize your value yeah so what what kind of way have you noticed with that shift? Because you and I even chatted about this, like ways that we're offering opportunities, which is super important because that's the sole base of it, but also ways that you're still making sure that you, like you said, have a brick and mortar maybe five years down the road. Or no, you will have that. Yes, only, let me, let me, I let will. Yes. You will have it. Yeah, yeah, I think. So actually just last week, um, I was, sending out an invoice um, and everything in me was like, just charge this. Like, it's just don't, don't charge this much, just charge this much. Mm -hmm. And I was like, no, like the work that you're doing is so valuable. Don't charge what you know that you're worth. And I went back and forth with myself for like a good five minutes before I sent the invoice. And finally I was like, all right, you know what? I'm going to put what I know that I'm worth. And if they, if they pay it, great if they don't then I'm just going to move on to somebody that will pay for my services mm-hmm. and a long story short I sent the invoice and they paid it right away and like just just the story that I was telling myself was like well I'm not maybe I'm not worthy of them you know my, my services are not that great maybe they're not the story that I'm telling myself but I know that they are I know that they're yeah. what I'm doing the work that I'm doing is valuable and people should know that. And when I do send an invoice or when I show up to do a pop-up workout, whatever it is that I do, I want for people to know that this isn't something that's just happening overnight. This takes time. This takes work. And it's valuable. My time is valuable. Your time is valuable. Mm-hmm. So that, I mean, it's a constant battle, like, especially when it comes to when when I'm trying to, like, sell my services, like, because at first I wasn't doing this for the money and now I do see it getting to a point where I want to have my own brick and mortar. I do need to charge for my services. I need to make money for what I'm doing. And so charging for what I know I'm worth, that's always been a battle for me. I've always had had people tell me like, you need to rack up, you need to rack up your prices. You're not selling for enough or you're, it's too cheap. And I'm like, I just don't, I, I want to, I want it to be affordable. Um, but just learning that, like the people that really, you know, are, um, bought into what it is that I'm doing, um, they, they're going to pay for whatever it is that I'm offering. So I'm just learning that, you know, the work that I put out there is valuable. It is important and people are going to love it. They are. They're going to love it there. And honestly, too, you have to, there's a balance just like anything else in life, right? So whether you want to be super duper health related, if it let's use food as an example, it's not that you're never, ever, ever in your life going to have a scoop of ice cream ever again, right? So what my point is of that within your business too, and I've noticed with myself, I've run into it a few times is you can have all these times and these situations where you're asking for more, asking for what you're worth truly are allowing you to then have those intimate moments of giving space for something that's a donation base mm-hmm. because you can afford to do that class because you've charged here for this, for these specific things. Yes. So being able to find that balance, like the other day I did yoga on the roof at TELUS and yeah, it was donation based, suggested $10, but there was like 20 people there. So I looked at my head and I'm thinking, oh, okay, so you can go work in a studio and it's X, Y, Z per head, 
or you're out here and it was like, you know, $200 that day for that, the person that did it. Amazing, right? Um, sometimes you'll find that there's a workshop, there's a cap, but there's got to be a business plan too. So I think there's one of two things. There are people that are like the face of something that see the need, see mm-hmm. the necessity. I very much am that person. I feel like you're very much that person. I'm very sales driven, but I wouldn't say that I do that for my own business. In that sense of like, I'm like, oh, like the podcast should have an LLC or oh, like, and I know a lot of women that I'm speaking to that like listen to this, that are always like, yeah, I'm doing all these things, but you're speaking their language when you're saying like, you're so nervous to ask for what you need. So do you feel like there was a moment within that conversation you had with yourself in those five minutes where you were like, no, this is why I have to do this? Um, I do. I mean, I feel like... <laughs> I've, I have these moments all the time. Right. <laughs> so like for that, for that moment specifically, yeah, I do feel like I had to talk myself and to the point where it's like, no, this is, you're super worthy yeah. of, of this, the, this, whatever you want to charge for this service mm-hmm. and don't like dumb it down because it's like, oh, well, you know, these people and for, for the people that I, that I was about to charge, they've done a lot for me. So I was like, oh, maybe I should give them a discount or maybe, and yes. 100%. Sure. And let's go all the way back. So pandemic hits, you're, you know, everyone's going through this moment of transition, right? And you said you wanted to get that personal training cert before your 30th birthday. What was the process of building up to that? What did you do with research? How did that whole thing come about? Because there's a lot of people that are always like, don't realize the energy that it takes to go into getting a certification. I think they're like, oh, you're certified in this. Cool. Yeah. And, and it's a process. It's, you know, you have to go through all, like, what are some of the tips maybe that you've learned or what was your specific process in order to get to that goal? Yeah. So I had a lot of time, all of, obviously all of us had a lot of time to like (laughs) sit and like think Um, so I had called one of my friends and I was like, Hey, like, I really, I really want to do this personal training thing. I just Mm -hmm. found a deal. It's ISSA is the, the, um, cert that I went through. Okay. So I went, I called him and I was like, I found this really good deal and Mm -hmm. like, I could pay this much today and have my cert in the next six months. And he said, well, you know, the only thing stopping you is you. And like, we hung up right away. And I was like, he's so right. Like, yep. the only thing stopping me right now is me. I have nothing else going on right now. Literally, I was working from home, like everyone else. And I was like, I have time to like, study and do what I need to do to get my certification. So the cert was six months, I actually ended up getting it done in three months, because I had so much time. Mm-hmm. So every night I would go home and give myself two hours. I was like, I'm going to study for the next two hours. Um, and the cool thing is that, that the test was like kind of at your own pace. Mm. So I would study a little bit and then it would give me, once I would take like a, um, it was like the pre-test, it would give me access to some of the questions on the actual test. Okay. So take, take that and then chip away at the test here and there. I like that. That's really cool because I sometimes feel like you go through the process of things and then you're like, gosh, I learned that so many months ago. Like I can't remember how many how many times I have to push down on someone's heart if I'm doing CPR? Like, you know, there's yeah. things that like, you're like, they're like, is it 13, 14, 16 or 17? And you're like, I don't know. But around that general area, this person's going to come back to life. Like Exactly. Yeah. The way that my mind works, I'm like, no, I need this stuff fresh in my memory. So mm-hmm. the cool thing was like, I could take a break when I wanted to. So um, there were some days where I would chip away at the, the test and then I'd be like, I need a break. Come back to it the next day. Mm-hmm. Um so the the last day I, I was up until midnight actually taking the test and I was like, this is it. Like once I hit that submit button, like I'm going to know for sure. Yeah. Um, so the I hit the submit button and right away got the results that I had passed. And like that breath, that must been, have been the longest exhale of your it, life. <laughs> it really was. And honestly, I took a moment with it. And like, I remember I was in, I was in my bed and I sat back and I was like, this moment, this is the moment that I have, mm-hmm. I had like worked so hard for even after everything that I had been through and all the times that, you know, I had previously tried and like yeah. didn't end up passing the, the, the test. And like, so I took a moment with it and I was like, you did this, <laughs> like yeah. you did this, you did, yeah, you, you did, did this. 
Um, and I did it for my 30th birthday, just like I said I would do. And it was just such an awesome feeling. And then, you know, I shared with my friends and family right after that. And of course, you know, I have friends and family in my corner that like champion every single thing that I do and like are so supportive. And so, you know, it's always great to have people in your corner, corner that support you and love you. That is great. When you have that, when you have, and not everybody has that, like, or it comes in many different shapes. Mm-hmm. But like, if you have it and you have it really well, like it's so seen. And I mean, I was saying this to you too, like it was on your Instagram, you with like your entire family, like at a, you were like doing a barbecue too, right? Wasn't it like a barbecue and fitness, like all, it, yeah. you know, all together, like gathering and, and um, you still made fitness a part of that gather. Yeah. So that, I was, that was so, so fun. cool. Yeah. Yeah. I have family that lives in Virginia Beach. So we went, um, I went for the weekend. Uh, it was like before Memorial Day or maybe after. And they were all like, let's do a Fit City Women workout. I was like, all right. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome that they're so supportive for you. So I'm sure they like relished or you relished in their celebration of you in that um, win after you passed the test. Yes. And I think one thing I learned during during the pandemic is how important community is. And, you know, because there were times where I'm sure like people felt that like the heaviness of like loneliness, you know, if you're not married. So like community I learned is so important to really tap into that and figuring out what that looks like for you. And for me, it was definitely my friends, family, my church, all that to say community is, is just so it's so important. It's such a big piece. Um, my my fiance and I are trying to find right now, like, do we were talking about living here in Lancaster, and we were kind of actually funny that you said Virginia Beach, but we were contemplating where. And I'm sure anyone can understand this as I say this, as you just talked about how wonderful your family is. In addition, I didn't know what it was going to be like living so close to my family. I didn't know if it was going to drive me crazy. I didn't. <laughs> I just didn't know how we were going to react. I, I didn't want to expect that they were going to help us take care of our future kids. Um, I just had no idea. And they're mm-hmm. wonderful. My family's great, too. And I say this all the time. But it's also a reality. I don't like to always show sunshine, lollipops, and rainbows. I like to be as real as I, and authentic as I can be. And speaking from I, I didn't know. My parent, like, my family's just a lot. And I fell in love with it here. My fiance and I want to live here. But I think I love it here because we are downtown So Mm -hmm. on my off days, I'm walking with my dog. I'm stopping by the local coffee shops. I'm going into local shops. I'm hitting up the market. I'm running into people and they're saying, oh, there's a Lululemon lady or there's the lady with the podcast, (laughs) you know, or whatever it is. And that's so I think you're you're so right. I have been so alone during this time and I've chanted it and, and all of you listening have heard me say it, too. But at the same point, I haven't felt alone because of that community piece. But you have to get up and go out and be a part of it in order to have that peace. Yes. Yes. That's so key. Cause I feel like we sometimes want it to come to us mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you know, it, it is important that we're being intentional about being involved in community, wherever that is. Yeah. So I know, and you know, that was a big thing for me with creating fit city women was the community piece was making sure like, is this, a, am I creating a space to where people can build on top of community or people can come and experience community in some way. Yeah. Um, that was really important to me. I actually just, I actually just got an apartment downtown. I move, move in the fall and I'm really excited. You did. <laughs> I'll, oh we'll, I'll probably run into you. <laughs> I love that. I hope so. And that's like, that's what I was saying as we were looking at houses. I, I just thought in my head, I said, we have to stay downtown because if we're going to be downtown, like now is the time. We're not going to yes. go rural and then like want to come back to the downtown life. Like that's not usually the case. But again, sometimes it is. And I think that's another thing. We we fi- we think we purchase the place or we move into the location and then all of a sudden that's where we are for the rest of our lives. Like that's that's not that's not reality. That's something that I always have to remind myself like, yeah, OK, if we if you buy a house, maybe you'll live in it for two years. Maybe you'll live in it for 12 years. Yes. It it's doesn't just the have chapter to be. of the story, right? <laughs> right. It's it's not as it can be just as long as renting. You know, I yeah. think there's this this staple of that. So when are you said you're moving in the fall? Yes. Oh my gosh. September so first is my moving day. I'm exci- I am very excited. Mm-hmm. And September is still summer technically. Yes. 
that not to say that like that but I meant it's still summer in the sense that like the weather's really great October's really beautiful downtown um you'll still be able to get a lot of walking in before the snow hits Mm -hmm. and all the coffee because someone told me there's 13 coffee shops in the area where I'll be living (laughs) I was like wow that's I don't think I ever I know I know that there's a lot of coffee shops downtown but 13 in that area I was like wow if you had to order coffee right now like what's your go-to coffee oh Prince Street Cafe okay an iced vanilla latte I'm a simple girl iced vanilla latte yeah I just started switching over to to oat milk because you know once you hit a certain age like dairy just you know doesn't sit as well hits you a little different yeah sure thing um don't worry I talk about pooping on the podcast all the time It's like everybody does it. It's a good healthy thing. Yeah, it's all good. Totally normal. Right, but I like the oat milk too because there's a a different there's a creamier base to it. Yes. It actually froths way better for your coffee as well. It's so good, and honestly, I I think I like it better too. I've been trying to if I get iced coffee. If I get iced coffee, it definitely is always from Prince Street Cafe. They just have some people say that it's too strong, but. I, I had I have a friend that lives in Miami and when I went to visit her, mm. they have like the best like Cuban coffee and like it's, yeah. it's so good and strong. So it is. It's definitely a lot of a strong. It's a little bit. It's more earthy. It's more bitter. Yeah. Um, it's not gonna be. There's there's so many different types of espresso beans. Just like there's so many different types of coffee beans. Oh but yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's definitely like rich, bold. Like those are those are the verbs we're gonna use. Yes. I, I mean, I feel like I got addicted when I was out there. So came back home and I was like, I need coffee that tastes just like this. And honestly, Prince Street Cafe is probably the closest mm-hmm. tasting to coffee in Miami exactly. <laughs> that you'll get here in Lancaster. And Prince Street Cafe is right across from the Fulton Theater. And I know a lot of actors will listen to it. So a lot of actors are always at the Fulton Theater and always popping over to Prince Street Cafe. And I just happen to live in that general area as well. So I, I've definitely had my mornings where Miko's drug me into Prince Street Cafe and we'll grab some breakfast and coffee. <laughs> yeah, they have everything's good there. If you ever are in Lancaster, please go to Prince Street Cafe. Mm-hmm. And another, another Lancaster plug that is also fitness, that is something that both Chelsea and I really love to go to because when we don't want to do our own personal workout – is tread house yes so wait tell me how you kind of stumbled upon tread house and I love 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 tread house like I could speak about them they're just the energy and community once again it's just amazing um so when they opened pre-covid it was like January 2019 I want to say um they opened I was seeing them all over Instagram they were actually doing like a giveaway um they were doing a series of giveaways before their grand opening and I was like what is this what what is it where where, who are these people so I clicked on their page and I was like oh I kind of want to win something um they were very active in like like the engagement on online and I was like wow like this is really cool I don't think I want to give away but I was like I want to try this out because it seems cool it's downtown um and we love it we love the city life so I took my first class, had to, I'm pretty sure it was in January. I was there for about a month and then COVID hit and they ended up having to close their doors for a little bit. Um, they were still super active. I remember just during, it was during COVID. I was like walking downtown somewhere and one of the owners like was just driving throughout, like they're giving out rejuice. <laughs> and if you don't know what rejuice, it's a local juice pressing company and so they were just giving out these free juices and I I remember her pulling up next to me and she's like hey here's a juice for you so it was like I felt so seen and it was just awesome so that was just another reason why I was like oh I'm so I'm bought into whatever they're doing here they did a lot of stuff during COVID for like the Black Lives Matter movement they continued to offer their services virtually Um, so I tried to do it as much as I can and then once they opened back up, I was going once a week because I was pretty busy with Fit City Women too. Mm-hmm. And then I realized like, okay, this is a lot to like try and put together a workout for my clients and myself. So I was like, I need to go back somewhere where I can get filled up yeah. and then, you know, pour out from that. So I started going back 
um, in June, Unlimited. And I just love all, all of the Coach Katie, Megan, mm-hmm. um, Cole, Joellen. They're, they're so awesome. Cole's coming on the podcast too. <laughs> Yay, Cole. Yeah. Shout out to Cole. Yeah. I was telling him, I have a nephew named Cole. I was telling him, um, we call my nephew Coco though. So I was like, every time I, I see you, I want to call you Coco. He was like, go for it. Did he watch, did he watch Pixar's Coco and like pretend like it was him? No, he's, my nephew is one years old. And so he would Oh, not he wouldn't know even know. What, yeah. no, 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 no. But I was going to say like, I mean, I'm legit one of those kids. Like I was born on the 4th of July and I think it took me until I was about eight to realize that the fireworks were not for me. Um <laughs> So, so I'm always like, if I saw my name or something on anything, I'd be like, oh, they're named after me. And it's like, no, 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 you're named after that or whatever. So I'm sure that. Uh, And happy belated birthday to you. Oh, thanks. Yeah. (laughs) Summer birthdays. When's when's yours? What's your, um, what's your sign? July 26th. Yeah. We talked about this because we were in. Yes. Yeah, we we're in a Lululemon and I was like, oh my God, you're a cancer too. And you're like, no, 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 I'm on the cusp. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. That that ferocious lion in you is what helped you get to this level, I think, with within your business. So like all the things that you offer, share with us all the different um, aspects of Fit City Women and not necessarily by giving away too much of like what you want to do with it, but, you know, where you're at with it, what you foresee in the future and what you do offer right now. Um, yeah, so we're actually going through some major changes right now, mm-hmm. which we'll be revealing more of um, early fall, like I'm hoping early fall, yeah. um, if everything pan- pans out the way it should be. So I'm continuing to offer my pop-up classes, mm-hmm. also the community partnerships, making more of those. You know, right now I offer services to CAP, it's our the community action partnership, and they have a program called Teen Elect, and it's a program for their teen moms. So offering a space for these young moms to come and work out and, you know, can't imagine what it's like to be a young mom and try and take care of yourself while you're still, you know, growing up and trying to figure out your life. So um, offering a space for those women. um, I'm also trying to make some connections within the school district to to get connected more with the youth, the young ladies, Mm -hmm. because, you know, that's where it starts. Um, And... Yeah, it's continuing to do the pop-ups. I'm excited to be doing it at the end of August. I'm having an end of summer event. Like I said, the community has been through enough in the last year. So I want to do something to give back to the community. So we're going to have August 28th, mark your calendar, yes. the last Saturday in August um, at Telus 360. We're having a community event. It's going to be free donation-based. Um, proceeds will be going back to the Teen Elect program. So I'm really excited for that. There will be some local gyms there. Um, Treadhouse, I'm Limitless. Wayne from iTrain Studios. Um, Megan Moore with More Fit. And uh, Sarah, she's uh, Zen and Fit. Zen and Fit Yoga. So we'll all be there putting together a fun workout. And then there will be a, a panel afterwards. The panel, the topic will be about recovering well. So how to recover well after all that we've been through. Um, So that's August 28th. And what time is it on that day? Um, It's going to start at 9 a.m. That's great. Yes. Mark your calendars, August 28th. (laughs) And where are all the fun places that everyone can find you, Chelsea? Because you're worth following. You're like so, (laughs) I love when you come up on my feed. Like it's, I, I feel that there's this algorithm on Instagram and I don't know what it is. And it's like, I go through and I like things and then sometimes yeah. I'm like, but where are my friends? So there is something that you can do on Instagram for, for those of you who don't know this, I always like to mention it is you actually can go to your friend's page and then you can go click on the upper left-hand side and you can have them anytime that they're, they put up a new post or they put up a new um, part, part of the day of their story it actually will like foresee and like kind of jump above everything else. So then that way you'll get notified about it. Oh, so it's like okay. a great, so people that I like actually truly more like, re, not that I don't want to see everyone that I'm following. I'm just trying to say like people that I really want to make sure that I yeah. do see a random scrolling. I usually tend to do that. So that's like an easy little Instagram trick to get your feed to look exactly kind of what you want it to look like. 
Um, oh, but yeah, I have you on that. So I was like, I always feel like I see your stuff. Oh, the more you, the more, you know, the more, you know, mm-hmm. the, uh, managing an Instagram account and running a business is like, they're two different jobs, like a full-time job mm-hmm. trying to manage both. So learning all of those things, I'm always like, try, I mean, you're all the things when you're running a business, you're a content creator, you're, mm-hmm. <laughs> you're just doing yes. all the things. Did everybody, so, did everybody hear that? People are always <laughs> asking me, they're like, oh, wait, why did you go down to like one episode a week? And I was like, well, A, like I have a full-time job. I also have like a million side hustles. And then this is also another 50 hours of my week. So like there's got to be a break somewhere because I yes. talk about sleep and self-care and all that stuff. And like I need to make sure that I'm also producing that for myself. So that's where that comes yes. from. So you're absolutely right. <laughs> <laughs> But to answer your question, yes. you can find me on Instagram at Fit City Women. I also have a link on my page um, in the bio to our website, but it's just to the landing page that the website's still being built out. So if you want to stay connected and learn when the la- the website will be launched, just type in your name and email. Get that email address <laughs> and, in. <laughs> yes. Um, but we are on Instagram at Fit City Women. Perfect. I love that. And then lastly, something that I always like to ask everybody that comes onto my show, because I do feel like it's such a, I want to use, I want to say it's a, it can be a trigger word, but I also want to say that it's such a word that no one actually knows how to define the word self-care. And it means mm-hmm. so much to each of us. It's unique to me on a daily basis. So I know that it means something different to each person. So for you, Chelsea, at this time in your life, in your journey, if someone were to ask you what self-care means to you, how would you respond to that? Yes. I love that you say that it's, it's unique. And for you, it's unique daily. Um, because for me, it does look different every day. And I think, um, right now in the season that I'm in self-care for me, looks like being present. Um, and whatever it is, I, I feel like there's so many good things happening right now that sometimes it's easy to be still stuck on like, what's gone or, you know, the past. Um, so for me, self-care really looks like being intentional about staying present, being present with my joy that I'm experiencing now and self-care in this season is being present. And that's really good too, because it's like a nice grounding thing. Like it's so easy for us to be thinking of all the next things we need to do today and the, this, the, that, or, or when you have that off day, you kind of can get distracted because there's a million different things, but you're never actually completing those tasks. Mm -hmm. And so being present until the end and then moving on is something that all of us can take away from what you just said. (laughs) Yes. Yes, because you're right. There's a million things to do and they will get done. <laughs> they they will get done. And you're right. Like even like you said with your when you went for your cert, you can take a break. Sometimes the break is the biggest thing that's going to help you finish and complete the end goal. Yes. And I I love to get ahead of myself and mm. sometimes try and get so much done in one day or I feel like overwhelmed like with all the different things that, you know, as when you're running your own business, it's like, you're, you are in charge of everything. Yeah, <laughs> so exactly. trying to like, you know, you, you just always think you're going to drop the ball somewhere. Right. And it's like, you no, know, everything works out the way that it's supposed to, and it's going to get done. I have to remind myself all the time. It's going to get done. It's going to get done. Chelsea, mm-hmm. it's going to be, be present right now. It's going to get done. Yeah. Even if it's two weeks from now, it's going to get done. <laughs> no, you're, and you're right. And it is, it's getting done. Like, you're doing it. And that, I think that's one of the biggest things. And when we, when we look to see people like in our community that are doing things, um, it's easy to get stuck in like, Oh, well, what's this gym doing? What's that gym doing? And it's, it's sometimes a lot harder for us to find the individual Yeah, and, and to know that you built what you're building in a, in, in literally the space of the internet, basically. It's not like, (laughs) a home location or a home gym or anything like that just speaks volumes on who you are as a business entrepreneur and like the longevity in that. I feel like you're going to go so much further. Yeah, you really will because you knew how to do it at at its hardest when you were the marketing manager, the media manager, the, (laughs) the, the personal trainer, the, you know, site builder, the, you know, all these different things that's going to help you in the long run because eventually you'll get to a point where you can pass that baton because you can afford to pass it off and pay someone to do that and just shine as the trainer itself. So yeah, I I see it girl. 
Yes. What do they call? What do they say? The chief, the chief of everything officer, or something like that. Yeah, yeah. The, that, that what is that? The head chief officer. Yeah, right. Isn't that it? The CEO, chief, chief of everything. I don't know. Chief of everything. So, <laughs> yeah. But thank you. That was yeah. That, that was really encouraging to hear, though, because I think I have to continue to remind myself, like you launched this thing at a, a really crucial time, and in our world and like it's doing well (laughs) and you know um while businesses were closing and you know my heart goes out to all of the businesses that you know did not make it through the pandemic to think that I decide I just had enough faith to launch something during a a pandemic and it's doing well it's just encouraging to know and it makes me feel like when you know that you're in your purpose and you know that like that like the path that you're on is the right path it's it's just a constant reminder to me like this is exactly where I should be mm-hmm. and everything is playing out the way it should and when it doesn't it just means it was not a part of that path and it's okay <laughs> the universe has your back or and like God has your back however you want to look at it just a general whole like they do and it's interesting. I was having that conversation with someone the other day and they're like, no, the universe has never had my back. And I was like, you've always had a roof over your head. You've never been starving. Like the universe has always had your back. And it's, I think it's hard for us to swallow that pill sometimes when we think things are really shitty or really bad um, because we're like, everything's wrong. But the sad thing, it's sad, but the reality is, is you need to go through this in order to find the success later. All my, all my successes have come from my failures. Yes. All my strengths have come from weak moments. So know that even if you're in a dark place right now or a place of unknowing or where do I want to go or, or like what path should I go down? You're right where you're supposed to be because this is the time that you're going to be able to figure that out. Yes. And I think, and there's so much power in that because I'm a believer, so I believe in God and that's where all of my faith comes from. And I think, you know, one thing that I've learned is that the path might not look the way that you think it should look. Mm. And it might take you down different roads, but it still leads to the path wherever you're supposed to be. Mm. Um, So I went through many seasons of disappointment because things did not work out the way that I wanted them to work out. Mm. But God knew, you know, (laughs) he knew. So like, um, that I think that's been one of my biggest lessons. And even now, like if it doesn't work out the way that I think it should, doesn't mean like what some, I, I've heard of this saying that it's not, um, not it's not denied, but maybe just delayed or mm. it, you're still on the path, wherever you're supposed to be going, you're still on that path. And it just might look different and not the way that you expected it to. It's not denied it's just delayed I need to remind myself of that <laughs> especially in situations with my fiance <laughs> I always expect things to go a certain way and he's like when they don't go your way you like freak out because I spend so much time planning and planning and planning and that's probably the biggest work that yeah. I constantly do on myself is just hey you can plan 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 and Shout God may throw you a curveball yeah <laughs> there might be a pandemic <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know? Exactly. And and that's okay. And I think you can look at things as a blessing or or a curse. And I know that this sounds so bad because like you said, my heart goes out to everyone who did not have a good experience during the pandemic. And a lot of us are afraid to say I thrived during that time. And I don't mean that I didn't have really bad times during that time. I personally didn't have a time that was, you know, losing my business or any, or going through a breakup or a divorce or anything like that. But I can say that I thrived in that time because I was able to literally fixate on myself and build something out of nothing, like you were saying. And I think that that's okay to celebrate that the pandemic granted you growth. Like it, it, there was a seed that was planted because of the pandemic in yourself and it's blossoming and it's blooming right now. It's okay to celebrate that. Yes, I totally agree. Because I, I, I agree with what you're saying that it feels like weird to be like, I actually, I actually did. <laughs> like, I did really well Is time. it okay? About me? Yeah. And, you know, so, you know, like you said, there some people, you know, did go through some really rough times. And like, 
not to say like everything was perfect for me, but you know, I do feel like this was a time that I did really thrive um, and where I built up a lot of courage and faith and really believed in something during a time where it was really hard to like to navigate through all of the uncertainty all around the world. Like we were just facing so much uncertainty. We didn't, I mean, one minute things were open, the next it was closed. And then we were excited. Like I, like my friends and I, we were coming back from, it was like right when COVID was kind of becoming a thing, we were coming back from um, San Francisco and I remember we were in the airport and people had like their hazmat suits on and their masks mm. and we we're like, they're overreacting. <laughs> and sure enough, when we got back, it was mandated that we had to wear masks and like, it just became a really big deal. Um, and it was, it was, <laughs> it was a really big deal. Um, but you, you know, just the uncertainty of all of that, it was hard to navigate through. And even there was moments in while building my business that I was like, if we're not seeing any end to this COVID, which felt like, you know, it feels like we're kind of, you know, making some movement now with, with the vaccinations and obviously things are opened back up now. And now I think they, I think they lifted the, the mask mandate for everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, but there crazy. were like, I especially the LA and New Yorkers. I know that like even wore them on the streets. I was like, Oh my gosh. Yeah, I know. Um, but there was a time where I would be like, maybe this won't work out. Like maybe this will not, it'll just be like a thing that does good for a season and then it's done. Yeah. And, and here, you, you know, are. I, yeah, I had to navigate through those thoughts. And of course it was, you know, it was my negative thinking pattern that I can get into sometimes. And yes, here I am now. <laughs> so for people that are trying to build something, know that even people that are successful have moments of darkness or uncertainty. Oh my goodness. It's, it's, it's so normal to think that way, but again, tapping into your community. Cause I don't know what I would do without the people that say, girl, get out of your head. Yeah. Oh <laughs> yes. We we love those friends. We love yes. those. Thank you for the encouragement. Can I just like shrink you down and put you in my purse for, <laughs> for my daily reminder when I'm doing my mantras, you got this. Like, that's yes. a good one. Yeah. Well, I am so glad that we were able to come on and chat about an abundance of different things today. So thank you for making time and space for me and the Luxury of Self-Care podcast. Yes, thank you so much for having me. This was fun. Yeah. Thanks for tuning into today's episode on the luxury of self-care. If you haven't done so already, subscribe to this channel on Apple Podcast or Spotify or whatever platform you're listening on. If you are on Apple Podcast and have a brief moment to leave me a five-star rating and a review, it truly helps me grow the show organically. I love hearing from you. In addition, you can find me and all updates on the show on Instagram at rumor underscore in underscore St. Petersburg. Yep, just like the universal film Anastasia or like the Facebook page entitled The Luxury of Self-Care. If you would like to support this show, do not hesitate to reach out. Your small donation really helps me keep up the sustainability of each episode and all the marketing that goes into this show. Lastly, I just wanted to thank you so much for all of your love and all of your support. And as always, for tuning in.